Warm intros run the world. It's how humans translate trust with each other. If you want to break into a network, get someone from that network to vouch for you, and getting in is much easier. With that said, I don't know how this has happened, but in 2023, getting a warm intro has never been harder. There are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people aiming to get into very exclusive networks, and the warm intro model isn't effective anymore. There's too much noise for the signal. So if you are a professional, if you're someone that wants to expand your network, what is someone to do? Well, you could spend your time cold emailing, sending LinkedIn emails, and hoping one of 100 people replies to get you a coffee meeting that leads nowhere, or you could do something different. And today's episode is sponsored by SeedScout, which allows you to do something different. SeedScout is a platform that allows you to request introductions to other people on the network with a click of a button. No more sending long emails, no more sending, doing all this research, right? It's simple. You send an intro request. If they want to meet you, they accept, and you're instantly introduced. SeedScout is an alternative way to expand your network that gives someone more context than a cold email, but it's faster to achieve than that warm introduction. So if you are a sick of spending hours, days, weeks, months, even years trying to break into new networks and you just want to try something new, I would check out seedscout.com, S-E-E-D, scout.com. Let's get into today's episode and thanks for listening. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Brooke LeBlanc, who's the founder of Edge. Welcome to the show. How's it going? I'm doing great, Matt. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, excited to have you on. I'm looking forward to learning more about what you are working on. I guess to start, let's just dive right into it. What is Edge? Edge is a platform to help you cut back or quit drinking, and it's centered around your health goals. So whether or not you want to get completely sober, you want to just cut back and improve your health, we're there for you and you're, we're the de facto tool. Um, I'm a Gen Z, so we're also a tool for you if you're younger um, and you are looking for community and looking for other people who are going through something similar to you. Um, and yeah, we're, we're your support system through the entire journey. All right, so I'm curious, so let's say someone fi- find listens to this podcast or, or learns about you. How do you imagine kind of someone would go through like the edge product or the edge flow? Let's say I'm someone that like I drink more than I than I'd like to and I want to make a change about a, a change in my life. How does like how how can edge help? Can you walk me through a little more like how it works or how it will work? Yeah. So we're raising our first round of capital right now to bring this vision to life. So uh when we do have our full app store. Uh, purchase available. We'll let you know. For right now, we have a live wait list and we'll have the link down below in the show notes for that. Uh, so that's just 
full, full disclosure, but uh, so once you onboard to edge, you'll input your health preferences. So you'll let us know if you're cutting back fully, or you just want to cut down to two drinks a week. And then we'll take you through a flow. So we'll pair you with a cohort of like-minded individuals. So let's say you're training for a marathon. You want to quit drinking for six weeks. We'll put you in a group with people who are also going through the same experience and we'll pair you with a coach and that coach is going to hold you accountable. So through two tiers of support and accountability, we'll help you to live a healthier, happier life. Uh, and we'll also be able to integrate with your wearables. So the, the APIs exist today and we're going to integrate with your Whoop, your Apple Health Kit and whatever tools that you currently use to give you a snapshot in real time of what is going on with your body um, and give you a better picture of the, the true effects of alcohol and the cost it has on your health. And I, I'm, I have to guess that there is like a, a good origin of story here. You know, there's a million things you can work on as a startup founder. You're choosing this problem, you know, this company. Walk us through the origin story here. Why are you working on edge? A couple ways to answer this. I'll start with the fact that I'm in love with the problem. Today, as a collective, there's a huge cognitive dissonance between what we know we should do. We all know we would be better off if we either didn't drink at all or drink less. But the issue is we still do. And so I'm, I've am i spent a couple years now through my own sobriety journey. I'm almost three years in October, um, talking to other people, sharing my story and sharing it online and building a community of over 25,000 people across social channels, uh, just in my DMs every day, messaging people, understanding why people still drink. Um, and this is with no judgment because I was a drinker. I drank in high school and college, and then I quit when I was 23 years old. Um, so really understanding the consumer and the problem and the pain points um, and building a solution around that is something that turned into a passion um, of mine. And now it's a business uh, and we're hiring a team around it and bringing this vision to life. Um, and then I've also just been working in startups. So being on the sales side, sales at an early stage startup is not just sales. It, you're also talking to the customer every day and getting product feedback. Your entire job is to get product feedback to the product team and build and iterate as fast as you can um, and create something that people actually like and need and is effective. And so we're laser focused on solving this problem for people. And a kind of court, like a, a a similar question. I, I for me, I don't know if it's just the bubble I am on the internet or like where I am, like kind of like in my career or it's a broader trend. But it seems to me that like what you're doing is becoming more popular over time. Like it seems like the world is waking up to the potential downsides, the definite downsides of drinking, and like there is this wave of people trying to go sober or knowing that they should. It, it, would you would you think there's a macro trend in this direction, or is it just like because that's who I'm surrounding myself with? Well, what's your kind of opinion there? Yes, what I'd like to argue is it's not a trend; it's a movement. So it's a generational shift in behavior and it's here to stay. So it starts with young millennials and it goes all the way down to Gen Z and eventually it will affect Gen Alpha and previous generation and generations to come. Um, so the, there are a few reasons that kind of describe why this has been growing like wildfire. Uh, one reason is COVID. 
COVID-19, the global pandemic, uh, you could be young, you could be in great shape physically, but you could contract COVID and have long COVID symptoms. So no one was safe, no matter where you came from um, pre-2020 with your health, your BMI, wh whatever kind of metrics you look at to determine your health. Um, so the COVID-19 pandemic and the proliferation of alternatives has been changing the game in terms of knocking alcohol off its pedestal as the number one go-to substance of choice on the weekend. So marijuana is becoming legalized, psychedelics are becoming destigmatized, and we're seeing uh, a proliferation of the non-alcoholic beverages. Almost every single large alcohol corporation has adopted a non-alcoholic version of their alcohol beverage to understand that on the business side, CPG is waking up to this as not just a trend, but a movement. And then there's, of course, new science. So I recently read a study that dispelled uh, studies from the past 40 years, because a majority of studies argued that moderate drinkers are healthier than non-drinkers. And all of that was uh, influenced by big alcohol. So big alcohol funded a lot of the studies that we grew up with. I remember when I was in middle school, we were told that drinking two glasses of red wine was good for your health. So now not only are the consumers more educated on what's going on, um, top down, the studies are coming out that are dispelling all the myths. And now we know that near next to nothing is uh, recommended as what's safe for your body to consume alcohol. Uh, there's all sorts of other things that are being dispelled too in the academic field, such as um, alcohol doesn't just affect your body within 24 to 48 hours. It affects it within seven days after consumption. So really, if you drink every weekend, you're affected by alcohol your entire your entire day, week, month, year, wherever you're measuring at that time. So um, we're getting smarter and we're choosing what we want to put into our bodies and we want more power over our health. And our solution is going to help you there. And, and one more on that front, then we'll go on to the kind of the big vision. Like you mentioned earlier in the podcast that you're, you're spending time talking to investors right now. So I'm going to like, you know, I'm like, just like ask, what is an average day look like for you? Like right now you're in the middle of this, like, are you building, are you fundraising? Are you like recruiting? Like what's an average day in the life for you right, right now, like this week? <laughs> yeah, we are in a season of fundraising. So right now my number one goal is to raise capital and that's to pay my team. Um, but I have recruited two really smart, talented people to build out the product, um, both front end and back end, because we are producing an iOS app as our first product in market. Um, and then I'm also having conversations with smart people like you. So getting the word out about what we're building, it's never too early to start building an audience community. And then those people are going to end up becoming our users. Uh, and my DMs are always open across socials. So I'm always interacting with our target user, understanding the way they work, what they need, what features are essential, what are inessential. Uh, but yeah, even today, for example, so we're recording this on a Monday afternoon. It's quite gloomy here in New York, New York. I woke up, put up my blinds, made my bed. Um, I poured a cup of Cometeer coffee. I did kundalini breath work <laughs> in front of a red light in my bedroom. Um, and then I got ready, came to a co-working space. I'm here at a wheat work in financial district and I started taking calls. So uh, yeah, that's what my daily day-to-day -day looks like and what our larger kind of broader company focus is right now. And if you were kind of going to zoom out from the day-to-day -day and look out into the future, five, 10, 15 years, 
What do you see as the big vision here? In other words, you know, in five, 10 years, what does the world look like with Edge as a massive company? What's your vision here? Yeah, we're creating community at the core for people who want to have that feeling of social belonging, but they don't want to take substances or they want to decrease their substance use dramatically. Um, so I see a path for us to expand into other substances. Um, right now, we're mastering the business model of drinking because that's personal to me as a founder and really where we're starting. And that's where the biggest problem lies today. Um, but there's there's a huge need in the market for an effective solution that will help you achieve your health goals. It's, it's more challenging than ever before to get and stay healthy, um, especially in the United States. And it's really hard to find a company that you trust to help you get and stay healthy, um, that cares a lot about the user and wants you to have a great experience. It's you. Pe often people think when you go sober, you give up so much and that you won't make friends, especially if you're younger. Like I'm still in my twenties and I um, face that on a day-to-day -day basis as a sober person. And really what I want to prove to people is that you can have a fuller, more enriched life without substances. And uh, drinking is our first step to kind of show that to our users. And then in order to to make that happen and bring it to life, you'll need some help, right? I mean, it takes a village to make a startup work and scale. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring, uh, you know, raising money, looking for for customers, partnerships? Like how, how can we help here? We are raising money. So if you're an angel in the health tech space, mental health wellness space, let us know. Uh, we'd love to have a conversation with you. Um, and learn more. And if you're just interested in using our product, let us know. We have a public wait list. We'd love to have you join. And my ears are always open. So give me feedback. Feedback is a gift. It makes us better. And then for my last question, if someone wanted to connect or learn more, how can they find either you or your company online? Do you have like a website, social media, email address? Like how can someone connect further and learn more? Yeah, reach out either my personal social, which is at Brooke LeBlanc, or our company social, which is at Join Edge app. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This is awesome.